Joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm your hostess for today. We've got another great show lined up for you. But first, let's give a great big thank you to our sponsors. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Are you currently renting your home? Give Team Aylesworth, Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Real Living First Realty a call. Trust them to help guide you through the home buying process. With interest rates as low as they are, now is a good time to take that leap into being a homeowner. The award-winning customer service team is ready to make you their priority. Call Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Make owning a home your reality today. Thank you so much, sponsors, and thanks to you for choosing to tune in today. Whether you're driving in the car, you're at work, or maybe you're at home, or just part to listen, we're really glad that you're here. So today, I am so thrilled to welcome Kelly from Kelly's God... Oh my gosh, I just I just about said God and Cartage. (laughs) Kelly from Kelly's Cottage Garden to the show. (laughs) I don't think I've ever done that before. It's okay, Deb. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, thanks, Deb, for asking me to come all the way to Bemidji and to visit about uh, something that definitely brings joy to my life, and that is my greenhouse business and all that goes along with it. Well, this is why I think I had, I mean, I made the little cluster there because I was thinking about God and his flowers and the fact that you have this cottage garden, because you really do have this beautiful little cottage garden. And so I think that it was God's own way of just saying, Deb, this is your place. This is it, right? Absolutely. So first of all, um, I just, we're going to be talking about flowers and plants and trees. And I don't know about you, but even just saying those things for me just starts immediately going, (sighs) absolutely. like there's just sort of that mode. So first, let's let people get to know you a little bit. You and I were just talking before we went live. Like, when did we even first meet each other? And my goodness, girl, isn't we're talking 20 years back, isn't it? Yes, I want to say 20. And you because you didn't always do just you've always had an interest in the flowers, but you also were actually involved in childcare, right? Well, I was um, actually worked for Mojave Community Council years ago, um, doing childcare resource and referral. And yes, worked with uh, licensed child care providers, and we worked together through PBS and oh uh, different people. I remember Anne Marie. Yes, um, well, Anne Marie introduced us. Yes, Anne Marie introduced us, which is so awesome. Yes, it is awesome. And she was doing the Ready to Learn program, yes. if I remember correctly. So we would get out and do Telly Tubby stuff, yes. and, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sesame Street pep. Oh my gosh! All cases. of the above. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! That was, that was a lot, good times. That was a good times and a long time you know, ago. I just, I just have to tell you that um, I've been, you know, reducing clutter in my world. And one of the things that I stumbled upon in one of the closets is all my old stuffed animals because we used to bring them with us to, 
you know, we had each of the Teletubbies and we'd have our Sesame Street characters and then the P-Pal. Do you remember the old P-Pal? Yes, from yes, PBS? yes. And I have all of these in this tub. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I kept all of these things. What was I thinking? That, that is so funny, but they also brought joy. And I also oh, so did much that. Joy. Not yes. too long ago, I went through the booklet and or cleaned out some of the booklets and was just like, wow, that was a long time ago. But even in those beginning days, that was bad. I want to, don't even know, like, it was a long time ago. We're just, 90s, we don't want to age ourselves 90s? too much here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking. That was before Greenhouse. Yeah, it was, yeah. Now, at some point, though, you have this passion for the flowers because I remember Anne Marie saying, Hey, you guys got to check out this Kelly stuff. And she was showing us some of your hanging baskets. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is a, this is a, a work of art. Yeah. Like it's more than just, <laughs> this is a work of art. So when did you know that you had an interest in this? Like, how did you start working with that? And at what point did you say, I got to do this full time? You know, I started, I mean, it was way back when I was a stay at home mom and Martha Stewart living was on TV and we used to watch Martha create like these beautiful long fiber sphagnum moss baskets. And every morning I'd wake up and Martha would inspire me and um, I went greenhousing and greenhousing and greenhousing, loved it, started making my own moss baskets and then started ordering greenhouse information. This is a total hobby gone wild. Um, <laughs> Isn't that how the best thing It come? really is. It's crazy hobby. how it you started. You should coin that, hobby gone wild. It is. I love I mean, that. it really, I mean, it truly is. And it still is today. But I started making moss, hanging moss baskets for people in my backyard when I lived in Park Rapids. And, um, you know, I don't know that they really love them, but they said they love them. And so I just kept going and it just kept inspiring me. And somehow I pushed hard enough to get my first greenhouse was created like in 2003 um, out in the rural area of Park Rapids and you know we put it together it was really scary I didn't know what I was doing I ordered you know lots of seeds and plugs from places that whatever I could find at my fingertips it was almost before internet I feel like but not quite I mean it was getting there um, and started working out of one greenhouse and the beauty of it is that things people would come out and they would buy things. And I was just so excited. And um, let me backtrack a little bit. I will tell you that, I mean, uh, when we talk about God and passion and whatever, we used to go greenhouse, greenhouse to greenhouse, my mom and I, looking for um, uh, different flowers to put into these hanging baskets. And it was just a real, real inspirational time in my, in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and when I was, I have this vision of you just, um, there's something in here about the invoking the passion. So here you are, you're going around, it's greenhouse to greenhouse, you're getting this inspiration. And all of a sudden, like you said, the hobby goes wild. And you're like, I need to do this for myself. Uh, Yeah. And what I know about you is that you also started even offering classes. And it was like, sell out, sell out, sell out. Because you came up with these amazing ideas. Right. You know, and... um definitely the ideas were great. The moss basket in the beginning was something that people were kind of like, there's no way you're ever going to be able to sell this. You know, there, you put way too much money into this, too much time into this. You know, you have to be careful. And I was just like, wait a minute, I know that there's got to be a way. So I just kept pushing through with that philosophy when I totally, totally could have given up on that. Um, that was the hardest part for me, I think, is, is in the beginning, you know, just being 
trying to be sensible, but yet knowing that I'm creative and I want to do things the way that I want to do things. I want to order things the way that I want to. So just getting that across in my um, in the beginning stages of my business was tricky and it took time. And honestly, a lot of blood, sweat and tears or whatever, lots of dynamics go into your own business. But now today, I mean, I'm way fast forwarding. You know, I'm making as many moss baskets as I possibly can because I can never have enough um, for everybody that's coming to Kelly's Cottage Garden. So we're trying to push that this year, or I'm trying to, because they're so beautiful. I mean, they honestly are. They are it's, amazing. We should, while well, people, if you're in a place where you can jump on a computer while you're listening to us, right? your yes. Facebook page is Kelly, yeah, Kelly's Cottage Garden Facebook page. And then I have a website um, that's Kelly's Cottage Gardens with an S.com that, you know, kind of shows some of the different things that I do from hanging moss baskets to succulent creations, um, classes. You know, we went into classes. It's just, it's, it's a hobby gone wild. Yeah, I it is. Can't. I know. I, just, I love this about you. And what I also love is you have this tenacity about you. I mean, ever since I've known you, like you have the energy of like a 20 year old, right? Something. And you and I are not 20 anymore. I try. And, but I mean, this is <laughs> like when you have that hobby gone wild, like this is what happens. I want to talk about joy. I want to talk about how when you're working with clients that are coming in and when you're creating, like, I want to talk about this joy that gets invoked in you and and what that brings out. Because I know this is what I'm making up about you and your business. It's not just about buying flowers. It's about an experience that you are creating with them. Right. And there's something in that piece of it to me that's the joy factor that's yes that is huge you know it's interesting um when people walk into my greenhouse or i go out connecting with people um that are looking for flowers it's just i could talk probably and they we could all talk for hours just about the passion that we see and the inspiration that we get from plants and color and beauty and it's almost like every single time i'm going out on a visit that day like the story that i get from my customers or clients is just the story that I needed. It's just, it's absolutely, it's amazing. And people, you know, seeing the smiles on people's faces as they walk into the greenhouse. um, I mean, just that is so rewarding in itself. Sometimes I have a hard time pulling myself away. My upper greenhouse is where our sales area is now. And my lower greenhouse is where all the work gets done. And I need to be a lot of times where the work gets done. But it's just, you know, when I get up and can talk to people about flowers, you just can't stop. It's a it's a passion. It makes people feel good. It's, you know, this last year with COVID, um, it was very scary. You know, in March, we I was like, Oh, my gosh, what am I gonna do with all these hanging baskets? You know, I'm hanging all over my friends and family's houses or people not going to come out and with the in the greenhouse business that you know that totally did not happen people came out people needed to see flowers and it was so great for me to just see the joy in people's eyes when they just wandered through the greenhouse grabbing their plants and you know getting whatever it is that they what they needed to brighten up their home 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking about that. I think that was a trend of, of, around with most greenhouses is that yes. people were still shopping at the greenhouses. I always like to say in January, the best class you could offer is just come and put your hands in the dirt. Pay right. to come put your yes. hands in dirt, right? Absolutely. Because I think for a lot of people, like we get into that January, February, and it's just like, oh my goodness, please, please, please. I mean, how blessed are we right now that it's April and we've got Absolutely. gorgeous sunshine and, and oh people are just like, oh my gosh. You know, I I think about revelations and God gave us the plants and trees for our healing. And it's so much about all of the senses because, you know, with the flowers and with the plants, we can smell them. We can see them. Some of them are edible, right? Right. I mean, there is this whole spiritual, uh, physical, emotional experience that goes on with them. And I always think every time I walk in, it's just like, you know, how blessed are we that God has put these in our path? And think about the things that people use them, whether it's a Mother's Day or a birthday, right? Absolutely. Celebrating a holiday. Like, we use them all the time. Absolutely. Flowers, herbs, vegetables are um, just products that create, you know, such peace and joy and also just give us something to do sometimes when we're staying at home maybe a little more often or just as our own hobby or just thing that we do. Absolutely. So um, I know that people do come in with to work with you. Now, do you do things where people actually create the basket with you and they plant it with you or do they just order it? It's like, how does your system work? I, um, I actually take, uh, well, I have a website now, but I have a lot of people that call me or text me and, you know, order, you know, different things. I also offer classes this year. I haven't put out as many classes in the spring and I didn't last year through COVID. So we're kind of playing it by ear right now. Mm-hmm. But normally in April and May, I do, you know, I have succulent workshops. I have hanging, hanging moss basket classes. You know, we can put together planters. Um, we've done a number of different things in all seasons, you know, not only in the spring, but in the fall, we do holiday wreaths and Christmas and holiday planters. In the fall, we do succulent pumpkins. And we do do a, a lot of classes seem to gear towards succulents because, I think that they're easy to work with, you know, if you're just going in for a one hour class um, and they're so colorful, the textures are so unique and they maybe last a little bit longer than, you know, some some flowers as, you know, like in the winter, our, our annual flowers are going to freeze. Whereas if you have a succulent collection, um, you're going to be able to winter it over. You're going to be able to take it from the dish garden to the succulent pumpkin to the succulent pine cone and you can kind of build upon it. And um, the succulents have also kind of become like a collector's item. So it's fun to go from greenhouse to greenhouse finding different funky succulents. I think Um, succulents are underrated. Yeah, they are. I don't think they deserve a place on the podium because we talk so much about other kind of, you know, we talk about roses and carnation and all the stuff, right? Right. But there are so many varieties of succulents that we just, they... There are. We don't talk about them enough. And, you know, and I and I have talked a lot about succulents in the last couple of years, and it's just so fun to, you know, keep that conversation going. But yet I find myself, you know, in the last week I've been on this challenge to make as many hanging moss baskets as I can, and I go back to, okay, but you still have to have the flowers. I mean, they're just amazing. So it's just cr- crazy that how flowers, succulents, vegetables, all of it can be such a... a just a passion, just like we're talking about other passions that, you know, we all have and how they really drive you. Well, absolutely. And 
I was curious about, so how do you sell a lot of the vegetable type of growing things? We sell, I have, we have a specific line of tomatoes, some heirloom, probably about four varieties of heirloom tomatoes that we grow in the greenhouse because we only have so much space. So, you know, we sell those in like gallon containers. Um, and then we have some cucumbers and we do have herbs you know, but not a large amount. So, well, the reason I was asking is one of the things I've gotten really curious about right now is if we are seeing a trend to more people planting tomatoes, cucumbers, yes. pepper, right? Because I think we're going to see a lot more sustainable living practice coming yes. up. Yes, and so that I, that was one thing I was curious about. Absolutely, I was curious. So, do you do any playing with like planting uh, some of the vegetables or herbs with the plants, or you know, you hear about people. I may not be using the right terminology here, but to kind of know like these container gardening things that right. people are doing. Like a mixed mix container garden. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of that, you know, especially I would say that we do like herb gardens with a tomato plant. The only thing being that tomatoes sometimes, out, you know, they get too big and, and then you have to split up the herbs. So probably more in an herb garden and, you know, something that you can put like on your porch step or your windowsill and it just smells good. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to do a lot of lavender just mm. because that, you know, smells good. You're just singing like my song. I know lavender oil. <laughs> we, you know, we walk through the greenhouse and just smell the lavender. Um, but yeah, everybody wants their, especially, you know, I'm thinking of last year right now. Everybody wants their herbs. And they're tomato plants, you know, and if you can grow lettuce, oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing. We started doing, I think it was two years ago, we started doing our own lettuce bowls. Yes. And it's awesome because literally I can walk out to the front step, I can clip up, you know, there's my lettuce right there, make a salad on the fly. I mean, it's just awesome. Like, it's amazing. Absolutely. And this is northern Minnesota. No. It's awesome. (laughs) Lettuce loves the cold and you can plant lettuce actually like in a little crate and um, just put a little moss around it, and you can move your garden around to, you know, wherever it needs the sun. Yeah, which so, is awesome. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. Let's give people some tips on, here's the things that you might grow in the summer, and so, you like lettuce. So one way is to move it into a crate and then move it inside. What are some other examples of, you were talking about a little bit about the succulents, like moving it from the pumpkin right. to the, okay, yes. give us some ideas like here. With, you know, like right now we're kind of in the cool cool weather zone so actually though i don't know what the temperature is out today yeah, but this like, is a as, good we're time. talking about 70 degrees right <laughs> i sell a lot of right now coming up i mean um pansies alyssum um uh, plants that will take a little slight freeze and they actually like like the cool weather so when it comes to you know minnesota you know there's a few other plants that i'm not thinking of right now but my big one that hits me is pansies alyssum lobelia you can make really cute little um, pots for your doorstep or centerpieces that are great. And then when it comes to, you know, planting a garden, you still have to be super careful. Um, and the only thing I can think of that you can really plant at this point was maybe be lettuce where you can move it around. Right. Um, last year we did have a hard freeze, I want to say in the middle of May and it killed a lot of people's tomato crops off. And that was really a bummer. So you really, 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 really have to watch the weather for well, sure. Well, I think what happens is we come out of winter, 
And then it's like, I just want to plant so right? And right. we kind of almost get obsessed about it. Absolutely. And I know that's, we always have to hold ourselves out. We tend to yes. not actually do ours till the first week in June just yep. because. And that's good. I don't want anything to freeze. Right. But, but what we do in the meantime is we'll start some of our seeds inside. Absolutely. And that, so that is something that people can be doing also, I think. Um, yes. Is, not that I know anything really about this, but. You can start your seeds inside. You can go gathering, you know, go out to the greenhouses and get, you know, some of your favorite plants that may be hard to find later. Because I've heard that this is going to be a year that things are hard to find. And then maybe put them in your garage and take them in and out just so that they get the sunshine so that you're ready to roll in June. Just so that you have the goods. Yeah. Um, I think this is a really valid point because one of the things with COVID, we are seeing that impact. And I think some of it is seed things. I I think it's also a little bit of a carry over from last year right yeah. like I think we're going to see that impact a little bit so I think I'm, that that is that sage advice for people I'm actually finding yes um, I you know I get most of my flowers in in March and then I seed a lot of flowers and what I found from my plant my person that I'm connected with that is my plant broker whatever you call um, I can't get a lot more so if I run out of something like a special petunia that I absolutely love usually I'm like hey Alyssa you know I need another tray of these and now this year she's like um it's not happening you know the weather situation that we had in Texas I have no I don't know exactly why that impacted you know flowers but you know there, it's hard to get some things this year absolutely so well know what you yeah. want and I would get it and like I said, you know, move things in and out and in and out, Yeah, you know, as you can. I think that's a really good suggestion for people. I, I love that you have a plant broker. I don't know why that just, that, that just really hit me for some <laughs> I don't have a plant broker. She's got a plant broker. And she, you know, and that's such a great thing. And that from day one, when I first started, no. I just, I just, I, I love it. I had seeds <laughs> and some plugs that came in the mail. And now I can actually call and say, oh, my gosh, I need some more, you know, of this or this. And, you know, she's a, yeah, I mean, you know if you're going to get it or not. And I'm going to tell you, this is the first year that I'm getting a lot of, um, no. You know, it's a good thing you ordered it earlier because you're not getting it now. Wow. So, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's, it also makes me think about there really is a profession for everything. Like, if you stop, like, who, like, I'm yes. thinking of little kids growing up and like, oh, I want to be a plant broker when I grow up. But oh, this yeah. is a real thing. It is. And if you love plants and you can do that, like, oh, yeah, hello. Absolutely. Like, it's a great job for somebody. It is. And it's, it's, you know, it's amazing that it takes so much time to figure all this stuff out. Yeah. And I'm kind of feeling confident, like, at 55 that I kind of understand some of these things. So that's it's kind of a good feeling this year. I know. And the weather's good. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, feeling good. Yeah. Well, and as a business owner, of course, you know that there's sort of this confidence that comes as you get to know it. Of course, coming out of COVID, it's a little bit of a different right. experience. But right. at the same token, you know, some businesses, it has been seen differently. Right. So I'm curious about how do you know which colors to put together? Is it intuitive for you? Do you just sort of have this little chart that says, if you're going to use this shade of petunia, then put it with this type of, I mean, I just, like people like me who don't see it at all would be lost. There's one job I will never apply for. It's that job. It's, it's, it's a weird, it, to me, it's very weird. I will tell you that, you know, like even like yesterday, I go out into the greenhouse and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be making like some moss baskets today. Maybe not quite in the mood. I don't know. Some days are different than others. And I just get my hands in the moss and I start building the basket, put my first two colors in, you know, you maybe probably start out with purple or a green. And then I don't know, this sounds so weird, but I just, I look weird when I'm making a basket. My, I just... <laughs> 
walk to the plant that seems to fit and I go one at a time and it's very odd, but it works. And if I try to force it any other way, if I tried to mass produce or follow a book of how to make a hanging basket, they would not, they would just, they wouldn't sell. It's, I love this though. It is weird. And I truly believe that that is a God thing. It's a passion thing. I almost feel, and I've never really admitted this before. And it's, it scares me to admit it, but I do have that knack for putting strange colors and plants together and creating a funky style and texture. So it really does happen. I have my daughter and I have a good friend that are amazing. And, and I'm great at it, too, but putting succulents together. But mine is I always go back to plants and, you know, the plants that I ordered last year may be crazy, maybe too many, but they're blooming right now. And they're, it's just, it's, my job is easy. It's, At least it has is, been. But this is, to me, this is like God has just anointed and blessed this for you. Like yeah. he has been leading you down this path for a long time. Right. And here you are and you're shining in your brilliance. I mean, it's that, that is simple. true. It you is are true. shining in your brilliance. And this is what I love about you is, and I remember when I met you, even the first time when you weren't even doing this, but I just thought, man, whatever you do and you're passionate about, like you will just shine because that's what you do. It's kind of my thing. It's, and you know, and it's, yeah, like, it's, I can't I even just, say any other words. I know, I know, it's I like love it. It's sometimes it's, you know, you talk about people that talk about owning their own business and the blood, sweat and tears. And I'm telling you, I mean, it's not easy, not easy. And I never... You know, I had a, a great greenhouse owner tell me at the, the very beginning when I started that don't do it. You know, you just it's just too hard and you have no idea what you're getting into. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. And it, I mean, if I would look back now, I might have taken his advice a little bit more because I didn't know what I was getting yeah. into. But now that I made it through this, knock on wood, that everything's OK, I feel super, I feel happy. I feel proud of what I've done. Yeah. You know, I feel proud of all of my family and all the hard work that every single, my mom, my dad, all my kids, all the things that we've done. Are you kidding me? It's, oh, that's just it's awesome. something else. So I know that you were actually a part of a video uh, with Prairie Yard and Garden about yes. creating succulent gardens. Let's talk about that and let people know where they can find it. Yes, that was a couple years ago. Um, you can find it um, Prairie Yard and Garden. Um, actually, you can go, you can YouTube it, and the, the edition was called Creating Succulents. And we, um, I can't name any names right now because I don't have the exact name. I don't know if I can follow up with that somehow. Yeah, we can put it on with the little clip or just of maybe the show. a little yeah. clip of it. But we, I mean, the Prairie Yard and Garden came, and they did an amazing show recording me making. Um, succulent sphere succulent dish gardens talking about the care of succulents and it's actually a 30-minute program um and it's just it's very super valuable beautiful colors but anybody um, can have access to this yeah just it's on youtube it's, so yeah, just you can it. actually number one see kelly in action but yes. number two you can learn about creating succulent gardens absolutely what i love about this is not only have they featured you but you actually teach at a lot of the state conferences right. as well right yes before well <laughs> minus last year minus last year i do i do travel around in northern minnesota and go to a lot of the master gardener garden day workshops and, you know, I 
actually spoke on succulent care, was a vendor um, selling succulents and connecting with all sorts of master gardener groups um, around the state was awesome. I loved doing it. It was every Saturday in March and then probably took us through the first two weeks of April and Saturdays. And that really brought a lot of people up to Park Rapids to take classes um, so that is, um, was definitely something that I miss right now. Cause I do, I like to talk. Oh yes, you I do. can talk. You know, you gotta get me warmed up. I actually haven't spoke for like a couple of years, so I'm a little rusty right now. I know, it's so great when you walked in, you were like, oh my gosh, it's so good to actually see something real life. Like we're yes. together and we're in here and it's amazing. Yes. So it's true. first of all, I want to say congratulations on making through COVID and thank you Thanks, for Dale. the beautiful gift that you're bringing with flowers and plants and succulents. I'm just like, this is exciting. So we want to remind people, Prairie Yard and Garden, you can watch Creating Succulent Gardens. Right. If they want to get in touch with you, Kelly's Cottage Gardens on Facebook. Yeah. Ooh. And is there any other way we need to let them know to contact you? Yes, definitely call or text me at 218-821-6122. That's my main phone. I get every message. I might take a little bit to respond, but, you know, um, definitely that. Or I have www.kellyscottagegardens.com where you can send me a message. Awesome. And you're just outside of Park Rapids. Yep. So it's worth the drive. Yes, absolutely. Kelly, thank you so much for coming in. Kelly, Kelly's Cottage Gardens. And thanks, thanks to Dad. all of you for choosing to tune in today. Remember to live joy and share joy. Live joy, share joy, shine. This is Deb McGregor of Lifeful of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.